everybody, and welcome to the Mama Jack podcast. Today will be an interesting day for me because I get to relive my mental breakdown. I think it's very important that I talk about this for everybody out there that's been suffering with postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, even just life circumstances, because it can be hard. And I'm going to give you what led up to my mental breakdown, what me and my therapist believe have caused my mental breakdown, and part of my healing process today. So before I start into the whole journey, I just want to give you an insight. I was journaling on my phone because that's how I like to get stuff out. Um, And I want to share with you October 29th, 2022. This was probably three days after me having the start of my mental breakdown. Okay. I wrote mental breakdown, parental burnout, detachment, depression, anxiety. I have had the toughest couple days I may have ever had in my life. The anxiety is never ending physically and emotionally. I can't even hear my kids scream for one second anymore. I completely lose it or just shut down. I found myself not caring anymore. My poor babies. I love them so much, but I can't care anymore. It's like, of course I care, but my body can't. I'm shutting down and I'm scared. I need to find help and fast. I don't want this to be my life. I'm weaning from pumping right now and my hormones are insane. I'm having more bad moments than good and I can't wait for this to be over. Will it ever be over? Will this foggy darkness ever stop? My children deserve better. My husband deserves better. I don't actually want to call it darkness. It feels more like nothingness, like I can't care anymore. I feel so lost within myself. I can't see the other side. I'm talking to my therapist about this Monday. I need treatment, more treatment and fast. I texted a crisis line the other day. That's something I never thought I would do in my life, but there I was. Felt like my kids would be better off without me and no one was helping me or could help me feel better anymore. I need a better way. There needs to be specific programs for this. Why, as a mother, do I still feel so brushed off? Everyone always talks about it and how hard it is, but there aren't many solutions. It's just a, yeah, that's life with kids. Really? Wishing you weren't here anymore? Not wanting to get up? Not wanting to take them places? Feeling like a piece of shit because I freaked out so bad on myself and my husband the other day? Both babies were crying because of me and my mental instability. I will never hurt my children, but this feels different and very unlike anything anyone ever described to me about parenting. I need help. I'll never stop searching for it to be better for my family and to live more peacefully because what I've been living through lately feels more like hell than a life I want. I don't want to sound ungrateful. I just need help and guidance and more than anyone is giving me. Please help anyone, please. Okay, so normally I like to reach out to other mothers, other people, get their words for what they've been through. But this time I actually reached out and didn't get a lot of people responding. So I'm here to be vulnerable for you. I had a huge mental breakdown around... 
I'm going to say October 27th, October 26th, something like that. So what happened was, you know, I was going through normal mom life. As I explained before, I thought everything was pretty normal that I was going through. I would have a little bit of moments of rage. You know, I have, I've had postpartum depression for like three, almost four years at this point. So I was just used to like, oh, it'll be okay. Okay, I'm going to meditate. Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay, I'm going to do this. Running away from any medication that would help because I was trying to do it without medication. Okay, without, without, without. I knew in my heart that I could do it without. Okay, so kids get sick, right? This year, everybody's kids have been getting, have been getting, sorry, sick a lot more, it seems like. But whatever, you know, we had to wear masks. We did what we did. Now this is what's happening. So my son got the stomach flu, which normally, you know, he's thrown up before. I've been fine with it. You know, it's not my favorite, but, you know, it freaked me out so bad. Like ridiculous. I froze. I was okay with like when he was sick, but that night I was beside myself. I think a lot of moms go through this the first time their kid gets really sick like this. But like I said before, he had been kind of sick like this before. So this was not the first time, but I could not sleep. I literally sat with the monitor and I, maybe I slept like an hour and a half in between me checking the monitor, checking the monitor, checking the monitor all night. Okay. Then the next day, my husband had to work. And that's when my anxiety started to kick in. I felt like I couldn't move. I felt like in my brain, I'd be like, Jackie, get off the couch. Jackie, do this. Jackie, do that. And my body was just like, I can't. I can't. I can't. Like it was literally a fight between my brain and my body. Um, that day, I pushed through. I did what I could. I cried a lot. I froze a lot. I had moments of crying. I tried to keep it by myself. I couldn't, you know, exactly do that with my kids though. Cause you know what it is. If you have a toddler, you know what it's like. It's like they're by you, especially when they're sick, trying to take care of him. My husband was at work and I was just like, like for me, it's like, we always talked about like, I could do the colds and stuff. You do the throw up because I can't handle it. I had a fear of it for a long time. And I'll go into that later with my healing process and how that plays a part of all of this. And I was just shutting down. My husband worked the next day too. Okay. And my son was getting better, you know, like he was eating, he was a little lethargic, but he was still playing. It was like kind of not even bothering him. So I thought, you know, I'd feel better. And it was like bath night. So I'm getting the kids ready for a bath. I, when they're sick, I do them separate. What, when they're not, I like let them play in there together. Cause they're still little, you know, and, um, my anxiety, you know, I bathed my daughter first. She was not sick. I put her in a walker with a bunch of snacks to make sure she would be okay. And then I started to bathe my son. He was a little crabby and I wanted to get him in and out. But, you know, also all the things are going through my head. Like I just bathed my daughter. Did I wash the tub enough after I cleaned him up or my husband cleaned him up? I couldn't even be near him like all these thoughts. So 
it's time to get out. He doesn't want to get out. He starts to cry. And normally it's just like, okay, buddy, five minutes longer. But this broke me. Like I cracked. Like my brain just like fell apart. It wasn't even an explosion. It fell apart. My daughter started to cry because she wanted to get into the bathroom. My son was crying. I ran to the kitchen and I screamed at the top of my lungs. I was hyperventilating. I called my husband and he's at work. He has to, he's, I'm a stay at home mom. Like this is what he does. This is part of my life, right? I'm supposed to be able to do this. I'm a stay at home mom. This is my job. This is what I'm thinking in my head, but I was broken. I'm screaming at my husband. How could you do this to me? How could you leave me here like this? I am broken. I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. And I'm pacing around. I'm screaming. I'm crying. Both kids are crying in the background. It's just like all mayhem is breaking loose in my house. Okay. And I just, my brain was spinning out of control, spinning, 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 spinning. And I was just like trying to pull myself together and trying to pull myself together. And I just couldn't in that moment. And I was like, you know what? In my head, they're safe. Okay. She's crying in her walker, but she's safe. She's not going anywhere. He's in the bathtub. It's not full. He likes to just let the water run on him. He is safe right now. I curled in a freaking ball in my kitchen and I sobbed and I sobbed. And when I say like, I sobbed like a baby, like I have not cried like this. And I can't tell you how long my heart felt like it was just ripped out of my chest. I felt guilt. Why am I doing this to my kids? I'm, I'm not a good mother. Like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm not made out to be a mom. I can't, I can't be a mom, you know? Like, I just can't do this. Like, these are all the thoughts going through my head. Like, I don't need to be here. Like, my husband would be better off without me here. Why am I even here? Why am I wasting their time? Why am I ruining their life the way I'm ruining it? All I am is depressed and anxious and I try to hide it and I try to get better and nothing is working. Like why won't anything work? And I'm having this moment in my kitchen and I was able to, after a few deep breaths, gather myself enough to go finish my son's bath and get my kids to where they were playing. You know, they were playing and in my body, if you've had a panic attack, how mine always start. Okay. My nose gets numb. My fingers start to tingle. Um, sometimes my whole face will go numb and then you get the heaviness in your chest. You can't breathe. The air leaves your body. You can feel yourself breathing, but it doesn't feel like any air is coming in and you're freaking out and you're like, I'm going to die. Like, this is how I die. Like I've had times where I've had panic attacks where I've literally run outside whenever I lived by myself. So if I passed out, Somebody would see me instead of being alone in my house, in my apartment and waiting for somebody to find me. But all of this was happening through the rest of the night. I was able to get them down. I was able to do all the things I had to do, but I called my mom and I broke. I was like, I don't know what to do. I've never felt like this before. Like I understand he's sick, but he's been sick before. Why is it so different this time? What is going on this time in my head that is so different? So the days go on and my anxiety keeps getting worse. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I didn't want to be around my kids. Like when I say 
It was like the feeling you have when you see something you're scared of, like a spider or a snake. Like my kids would come close and instantly my heart would start to race. I'd want to almost push them away. And it was horrifying. As a mother, that's horrifying. Like what the hell was going on in my head? That's just what I was saying. I would cry like, why don't I want to be around my kids? It's like, I want to hug them. But at the same time, they scare the shit out of me right now. Like, what is going on? Like, why am I doing this? Why am I going through this? And this was like, I believe he got sick on a Wednesday night. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Finally, I see my therapist Monday. And before that, my husband was off work and I honestly just tried to lock myself in the room as much as I could and stay away because I couldn't do anything. Like everything made me anxious. Every time I tried to come out, I would have a panic attack. I would have to go back in. I went outside for walks. I would feel great as I walked closer to my house. I would feel this doom come over me. Like, I have to go back in there. Like, oh my God. And I'm a stay-at-home mom, like I said. Like, this is my job. What is going on? Like, what is happening? And I was weaning and I have horrible issues with hormones. If you guys listen to my postpartum depression episodes, you know that. So this all plays a part in what was happening here. My hormones were just like going insane from weaning. And that is like the worst part of the whole process I feel like because your hormones you're not used to them kind of skyrocketing anymore well mine you know in my postpartum depression were everywhere this was like four years of being hormonal for me I swear to you every depressive episode I've had in my life I swear was around hormones and I just could not control it you can't control it this is a chemical thing in your body and I definitely didn't feel safe in my home so my psychologist appointment comes Monday. Okay. Normally I meet her and I do zoom. She's on my vanity. I have my little pretty lights on me. I'm smiling. I'm telling her how my week goes. You know, maybe I had an issue. Let's talk it out. This week I was on my porch, hoodie over my head, smoking a cigarette. And I just looked at her and I was like, I hope you're ready. So I told her everything I had been going through. I told her I was afraid of my children. I told her I had been triggered by my son having the stomach flu. I don't know why in particular. I told her I didn't feel comfortable in my home. I felt like I shouldn't be here anymore. I'm causing more problems than I'm solving. My kids are better off without a mother than with a mother that's going to be acting like this their whole life. I told her I couldn't live with myself like this anymore. And I was scared. And nobody could help me. And she started to break it down for me. She said I was triggered. She said people with PTSD have a lot of issues with control. And when a kid gets sick, especially with 
the stomach flu. That is ultimate lack of control throwing up. So she thought my fear of throwing up was uh, PTSD related and lack of control, which makes a lot of sense for my journey. So we figured that out, but she's like, most important, you need help. She said, you could do inpatient. I really recommend finding a psychiatrist as soon as possible. Someone that could see you today, possibly tomorrow. Let's have a follow-up appointment this week. I want to see what your progress is. She told me if I couldn't find a psychiatrist, I should probably look for an inpatient or go to the ER. But I don't know if it's just in the state of Georgia or what. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you look after your kids, you're having suicidal ideation. Excuse me if I said that wrong. I always try to say it right. Ideation. CPS gets involved and she doesn't think that my kids are in danger. She knows I would never hurt my kids. So she was like, please just try to find a psychiatrist. Another reason it was so important for me to find a psychiatrist is she told me the thing that scares you the most as a mother to hear. She said, for a while, Jackie, I don't think it's smart that you're around your children by yourself. And my heart shattered into a million pieces. I'm their mom. How could this be happening to me? So I had to get help quick. And I found one and she's incredible. And we had an hour long consult. She listened to every single thing I said. She started me on a regimen right away that night. She gave me Celexa and Kalanapin. Celexa is the one that works, you know, slower. It's what you're on forever. Kalanapin is more of a like anxiety reducing. I think it could be used for seizures too, but that wasn't my case. So I started to calm. My body finally lost that fight or flight feeling that I had been feeling for days and days and days. And I was tired. And I just so happened to book a women's retreat, a mom's retreat, not just a women's retreat, months prior, like four months prior. And I asked my psychologist and my psychiatrist, should I still go? Like, do you think I'm mentally capable? And they both said, absolutely, yes. This is what you need. You're afraid to be in your home. Your home is no longer your safe place right now. That doesn't mean it won't be coming again, but you need to get out of there. So I left and I went on a mom's retreat that weekend. And luckily, a lot of the women there I had been talking to on Peanut, you know, I had mentioned Peanut before the app for moms um, in a pod and uh, they knew me and they were there to take care of me and the retreat was the perfect start to my healing process. Now before I start that healing process, I wanted to give you a little background information about me and why this mental breakdown happened. So I had suffered from depression and anxiety before. The more I'm putting stuff together, the more I realize it was always based around birth control and hormones. I had been on Zoloft before, Ativan, Xanax, 
I ended up going off of it and being able to control it with exercise and eating healthy. This was before children. And then, you know, postpartum depression happened for a lot of years. And if you haven't listened, go back and listen to my postpartum depression part one and part two to know a little bit more about that. It runs in my family. I'm learning through my healing process. I have trauma. I have PTSD. I have anxiety. I have depression. I have premenstrual dysmorphic disorder, I believe is what it's called, right? The super bad PMS. I thought I was doing okay. I thought pushing these things down, they would eventually go away. I know that sounds really stupid now, but I really thought that they would go away over time. It was years of me feeling depressed. It was years, years of these thoughts, years of me being trapped. I had psychologists. They weren't helping. I reached out to family. They couldn't help me. I tried everything. When I had my rage, I thought it was normal hormonal rage. When I would freak out about little things, it was like, oh, it must be a bad moment. When I would get depressed, you know, I'm tired. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I wasn't going out anywhere, grocery store, normal errands. I wasn't doing much for myself. I wasn't doing anything. Let's be clear. I wasn't really doing anything for myself. Okay. Like going out on my porch for a little bit is not a break. The first night my husband or the second night my husband worked, he came home early and I left for two hours and I sat on a bench outside and just listened to music from when I was younger to try to clear my mind. I looked up at the stars. I listened to my Calm app. I needed to get out. I needed some time just for me. I didn't realize how much I had needed that this whole time, this whole four years that this had been happening. I suppressed so much stuff, which is funny because if you talk to my family, certain people will be like, you complain too much. You have kids, you should be happy. Everybody goes through this stuff. And that's not true. I didn't have a village here. It was me and my husband. We moved from California to Pittsburgh to Georgia within a year. He was gone all the time for work. All the time I was alone. I had a lot on my own shoulders. And I understand he did too financially, which is why I didn't want to burden him with so much. And it would come out and burst. And it was so much to handle. And I just don't know how I put up with it for so long. And I didn't look for help sooner. I thought I could help myself. I was being stubborn. I was being very stubborn. I was being stubborn. And I imploded. And I broke. I absolutely broke like I never thought I'd break before. Point of all this, if you're having issues in life, not even just being a mom, 
and they're affecting your day-to-day life, that's not normal. If you're having issues and you can work through them, that's great. That's what it's supposed to be like. I didn't realize that all of this would blow up in my face one day. And I thought I was venting. I thought I was doing the right things. It turns out none of that is fixing the problem. None of that was fixing my problem. None of that was helping me. It was only pulling me down further and further until, again, like I said, I shattered into a million pieces. I've never felt so low in my life. I was having, you know, is it disassociation? I think that's what they call it. I was explaining it in my postpartum depression where I would just see myself and I would think like, what did you do, Jackie? How pathetic. How come you can't pull yourself together? So many mothers have done this gracefully. And why can't you be that mother? You had a good childhood. You had support. What is wrong with you? I let the demons take over a lot. And I know better. I'm a meditator. I'm a healer. I help people. But I wasn't helping myself. So into the healing part of my journey. I went to this retreat. It was by um, Nicole Hennessy. She's a life coach. Huge following on TikTok. You should look for her. And it was beautiful. I met women that I had been talking to for months. And it felt like I was meeting a sister for a first time. I mean, it was gorgeous. Nicole had the retreat. It's like when you walked into it. I just felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. It was at this beautiful beach house and I had a room with the view of the ocean. You could hear it all night like we were on the beach. It was absolutely gorgeous. The mothers that were there were so welcoming and so supportive. Every single one of them. Nobody was judgmental at all. Not one. Not one person. It was like we were all meant to be there and share this experience And it was gorgeous. We did work on ourselves. We did an inner child meditation, um, which are rad. So I had mentioned earlier that I was afraid of, you know, throwing up. We weren't sure where that came from. And there was trauma in my life. I had a relative that was sick a lot. Okay. And I didn't realize how much trauma that caused in my life. So I realized on that retreat, I put two and two together actually the day after the retreat, because my therapist and my psychiatrist had an appointment together to discuss what I had been going through. Cause my psychiatrist only talked to me for an hour. My therapist has been with me for months. So they wanted to compare notes, make sure they were getting everything right. And They were working on the best treatment for me together, which is absolutely beautiful. I've never heard of that happening. I'm sure that's normal protocol, but like 
when I tell you these women have been angels to me, they are literally angels to me. I found a dream team of people to help me through this. With that, I'm going to end this episode. The next episode is going to be my healing process and how for me personally, it's been working. There is a light at the end, everybody. There can be a light at the end. And if you're suffering, please don't suffer in silence. As I've said before, reach out. Reach out to me. I'm here. Get me on TikTok, The Mama Jack. I have an Instagram, The Mama Jack. I have Facebook, The Mama Jack. I don't know if you can email me through any of these. I honestly don't know about them enough yet. Um, But... Do not be by yourself. It gets lonely. I feel you. I feel your hurt. I feel your hurt. And I'm here for you. Next podcast is going to be uplifting and amazing because I am going to tell you everything from the mama retreat through today. And it's a lot of good stuff. And... I'm feeling a lot better now. It took me a long time and I'll share that with you and I'll share the ups and downs with you. But I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you for listening to the Mama Jack podcast today. Please subscribe. And if you're feeling extra kind, donations would be much appreciated. I am a stay-at-home mom and it keeps me going. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everybody.